You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Welcome to Music Interval Theory Academy's podcast. I'm TC and your host for today. I have been a man with a dream for years, and my dream is to apply interval thinking to the guitar. And it's a wonderful dream because it will set you free. He's a man. He's a man with a dream. Don't understand. Let me paint the scene. Well, the scene is that the interval one, a semitone, on the guitar is capable of becoming a huge influence on the guitar player's ability to solo, comp, or compose original pieces for any medium, orchestra, or solo guitar playing. The interval of one is the smallest interval we have in Western diatonic music. It may be small, but it is powerful. We're going to explore how this interval can be used in guitar playing, but first, let's demonstrate some of its natural appearances. And so before we get started, let me let you know that I'm going to be using a Paul Reed Smith custom guitar because it's a clear, simple sound, and I want you to be able to hear what's going on and not cover it up with lots of effects. By the way, everything we talk about today is available to members at the musicintervaltheory.academy website. The interval one occurs in all of the church modes. It is so powerful because where it occurs decides the sound of the mode. If you like the Lydian mode, for example, it occurs between the four plus or the raised fourth scale step and the fifth and the seventh scale step and the octave or the eighth. The interval one occurs in two places in every church mode. Where they occur gives the mode its flavor. For example, in the Ionian mode, it occurs between the third scale step and the fourth, the seventh scale step and the eighth. In the Lydian mode, which guitar players love the Lydian mode, it occurs between the raised fourth or the four plus and the fifth step, and the seventh and eighth steps. The eighth being the octave, of course. The interval one is difficult on the guitar if you want to sustain both notes. It will require a stretch of at least five frets. The interval one is simple if you're playing lines or solos. It's easy. But when you want to sustain both notes, which sometimes guitar players like to do because it's a nice sound, it's a little more difficult and requires some practice. Let's play the Lydian mode and then play it with sustaining the ones. practice your scales 
sustaining some of the notes. The ones are great because they put a nice rub in between all of the other tones. Also, it's a great way to dirty up your lines a little bit when you're soloing, but you have to practice playing those big stretches and playing the scales with those stretches in them. All of these PDFs are available on the website. Just log in, and if you're a member, they're available for you. If you want to get the power of intervolic thinking on the guitar, join the Academy. We'd love to have you. Ha ha, that's right. The power in your hands. The nature of one is that it has two positions. Position meaning what's on top. If I take a one interval, let's say a D sharp and an E, and I put the D sharp up one octave, I now have an 11. Ones and 11s can be the same notes. One is an open voice and the other is closed. Ones are very powerful, but 11s are super powerful. This is what they sound like. First, we'll play the ones. Great. Those are the ones in an E Lydian scale or mode. Now, let's listen to the 11s. Each mode has a set of two ones. There are two places in each mode where one occurs. We call that a set of two ones. We can take these sets and make lines out of them. Ones can expand, and by expanding, they actually resolve. Ones resolve to three. Listen to what that sounds like. I'm sure you can hear how much more beautiful they are when they resolve. You also may have noticed that a one can resolve by the top tone moving down or the bottom tone moving up. This is a big part of one's nature, the ability to make a resolution by moving either the top tone or the bottom tone and take us someplace helps us write lines for solo guitar playing. Now the position change of 1 is 11. 11 also resolves, and you can resolve either tone. 11 resolves to 9. So you can resolve the top tone down or the bottom tone up. 
Our next step is to combine ones and elevens using lines. Ones and elevens using resolution are very useful for seeing lines, connecting chords, or going to new tonalities. Connecting chords, they're extremely useful because many of the jazz chords, for example, contain these intervals, especially the 11s, because the 1s are close, 11s are open. Close voicings on the guitar are much harder, and open voicings fall underneath the hands much more naturally. Those are common jazz chords. They're 13th chords, and they have an 11 in them. The interesting thing is, because we know 11s resolve, we can actually write a little line resolving the 11 interval within the chord. Let's isolate the intervals of each of those chords, and when we get to the 11, resolve it. It's really interesting to note that you can just use the 11 interval and get the sound of resolution as if you're playing a 2-5-1 or a 3-6-2-5-1 sort of progression. This is what it sounds like. These intervals, 11s, can really sound like a chord, especially in an ensemble where maybe you have a keyboard player and you're just outlining the chords and let him fill in the gaps. It's a beautiful sound and keyboard players will love you for it because you give them plenty of room. So I'm going to play the full three-part 13th chords and then I'll just play the outside interval, which is an 11. And you can hear that this would be just fine playing in an ensemble. The technique of playing the outside intervals of a chord progression is very powerful, easy on the hands, and you can play a little bit faster, too. Elevens also make great connecting structures from one chord to another.
What you are hearing is simple blues chords connected by 11s with a bass note underneath them. That wraps up our little demonstration and podcast on 11s and 1s. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you on the next one. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.